So as we continue in the trajectory of the loving-kindness instructions, today we come to the so-called difficult person. Just to say a few things. Um, As I'm sure has been reiterated, uh, hopefully many times, I'll say again with this, this practice is not about achieving something or proving something to yourself or, you know, getting it right. And I'm often surprised um, in speaking with people how, how often people have a kind of underlying, maybe not quite conscious idea that if they're doing it right, they'll get to the difficult person soon. The sooner you get there means the better you're doing, and you can do it. You know, and that, that somehow proves we're understanding metta. You know, so I just like to, if you happen to have that, put it down. And remember, all we're doing here is exploring how, how the mind and heart can be uh, developed in the wholesome and just training, just training and learning to trust how one moment a wholesome mind state influences the next, the next, just changing our habits, just investigating and exploring each of us in our own experience, what the, the feeling, what that quality of mind that is uh, really not holding ill will, and many people said sometimes there's a real feeling you might call love or outflowing well-wishing. Sometimes it's a simple kind of kindness, friendliness. For me, sometimes I think the essence of metta is simply connection, just connecting the heart-mind with the sense of the person without judgment, without saying this part okay, that part no good. Just exploring it for yourself. And as you already know, a lot of the practice is also seeing how the habits of mind and heart that are the opposite, or that seeming to obstruct uh, the open flow of non-ill will, of friendliness, come up. Not a mistake, you know. We meet those with kindness. So, of course, we'll start with self Go to whatever person's been easy, and then I'll suggest difficult. If you want to explore that. So again, I would suggest not choosing the most difficult, scary person in your whole life. Or someone you don't know, but someone in the world that you cannot bear to even think about. Again, this isn't about achievement. It's about exploring. So, you know, we say pick a, uh, like a nudgy difficult person. And it, it just means, and it may not be that, it doesn't mean they in themselves are a difficult person, right? <laughs> it means when you think of this person, something other than metta arises naturally <laughs> in your heart and mind. And we're learning to change the channel. So again, you know, choosing not a real difficult person. And just what I said, it doesn't mean the per- that 
calling them the difficult person doesn't mean they are difficult. And that's part of what's interesting to begin to explore, seeing how someone that, you know, we have resentment towards or they've hurt us or whatever it is, how the habit of our mind can be when we look at or think of that person, they become completely defined in our mind by that, their difficult behavior. You know, that hard thing they did to us or that really annoying habit they have or whatever. That becomes almost like who they are when we tune into them. And so part of this is just as with ourselves, learning in a way to see. Uh, Metta isn't blind. Metta doesn't say, oh, no, no, it's really okay that you go around kicking puppies. It doesn't matter. It's not that. (laughs) Metta sees clearly unwholesome actions but without the judgment, but that sees that doesn't define who anybody is. You know, we're all such a mix. So the interesting thing is with this, this person to, to see if you can tune in, remember some aspect of their goodness. Everyone has some. And so, uh, as I'm sure has been said, the proximate cause for metta to arise in the mind, this friendliness, this Uh, non-judging, connectedness, acceptance, the proximate cause is said to be seeing the good in someone. So, you know, if you find sometimes you're surprised, the person pops up you think will be difficult, and it's, it's really not a problem to wish them well. But if it is, just explore, you know, see if you can take a moment to, you know, imagine them either doing something kind you know they do, or imagine them being happy. Let's see if you can tune into them in another way, including their difficulty, but not just focusing on that. The other thing, um, if the person you're exploring, working with here, is someone who, again, please don't pick the most difficult person. I know if you want to, you'll completely ignore it and go right there. But we say it anyway. Please just explore. But if it's someone who has, you know, really been difficult or hurt you, you might find it's really part of what comes up is just a kind of a fear, a kind of self-protection of, I remember thinking when I was doing a long retreat, I don't want this person in my heart. You know, <laughs> They could be happy, but I didn't want them in my heart. And that's what would happen when I would start doing metta to someone. So you can, again, be a bit um, creative. You might imagine, like some people imagine themselves as a child when it's hard to do metta for yourself. Imagine this difficult person as a small child. Remember I read that quotation from John Lewis weeks ago where he was basically saying that for people who were beating him. If you can can see the small child in that hate-filled person. Sometimes playing like that. Another way, and this isn't isn't just my thing, but I've I've read it and heard other people say, depending on on what your personality is like, what works for you, that sometimes, again, if it's a person that you just like, you know, I, I, I just, I don't want them to be happy. And I don't want them close to me. But you kind of want to play with it. You can envision them with a little bit of a, a slight sense of humor, not put down sense of humor. But like, um, this, I don't know if this is exactly sense of humor, but a sense of making it safe. Like someone told me ages ago, they would imagine the person in a, in a little rowboat in the middle of a huge lake, 
So way, way, way far away, a little speck. You know, they're not in any danger or anything, but that's as close as they could imagine wishing well for that person, and it still felt safe. So that's fine, because remember, metta to someone else does never exclude metta to yourself. That's how metta, all the Brahma-viharas, partake of the vastness of the awakened heart-mind. That's how it moves into limitlessness. So if we're choosing someone that's been abusive and we think we have to have metta for them and that makes us not safe, drop the metta and come back to yourself. Reconnect with metta for yourself with a sense of may I be safe and protected. So if metta for somebody, you think it means shutting out metta for someone else, Come back to where it's easy, because that's not metta. That's some idea of what we should be doing, right? And with all of this, it's just exploring. If you get way lost in thinking too much, or it's too difficult, or just a lot of aversion comes up, or self-aversion, whatever, as you know, come to where it's more simple and direct, if that's yourself, or if that's benefactor or friend. And just play with going back and forth if you get into striving too. Okay. So just exploring. So as usual, we'll start with ourself. Then I'll come in in a little while and just drop in a suggestion, but you can find your own timing of moving from self to whatever's been easiest for you, whether that's benefactor or friend or neutral person, whatever's been easiest. Kind of, you know keeping us getting connected with the the sense of well-wishing, the sense of connectedness. And then I'll just suggest if you want to explore a difficult person to take a moment to connect with them and look for their good and then begin your phrases. So finding whatever way you have been... uh, using, you have been finding supportive to bring your heart and mind and body together here in this moment. Let your attention, your awareness relax into the body. And let your mind relax. Just whatever's going on in the mind, in the heart, in the emotions, acknowledging, letting it be, just like this. Just as I am in this moment, may I love and accept myself. If, if you have trouble receiving to yourself, some people find this helpful, maybe someone said it, of imagine you're sitting surrounded by uh, your friend, the benefactor, and uh, uh, other loved ones, and they're all sending metta to you, and you let yourself receive it. So I'll say my phrase is, you use yours. May I be safe and protected from inner and outer harm. May I be happy. 
May I have physical happiness. May I live with ease of well-being in this world.
if you if you'd like to now bringing in uh, the person who seems easy for you right now if that's yourself great stay there or benefactor friend neutral person and if you're bringing him in just just take the time to get a sense an image of them to let your your mind connect to tune into their goodness and then begin offering the phrases just as an expression of the intention of goodwill in our mind, in our heart.
And if you would like to explore bringing in someone a bit difficult, you could do that now. Again, just taking your time. Yeah, it's a mental image or sense or memory of the person. And while not denying the difficult aspects, see if you can let your attention notice also some good. Or imagine the person happy or in a way that they're safe, but you also feel safe. Just offering one phrase, just as a connection. Ajahn Sumedho has said, he thinks of metta not as uh, particularly or necessarily liking or loving anyone or anything, but it's potential to see the difficult without creating anything around it. I love that. Here we see the difficult and the good about someone just simply being present, bearing witness with kindness. May you be safe and protected from inner and outer harm. May you be happy and peaceful. May you be well. May you live with ease in this world. Just one phrase at a time.
And just for the last moments, if you like, come back, if you're not, come back to yourself for a moment. Just reconnecting with your own goodness and friendliness to yourself. And then just imagining this kind of well of loving kindness, a simple, friendly, connecting energy. And just allow it to spread out and include all of us in this room, in the field of each of our loving kindness, of our well-wishing. Wishing for all of us just as we wish for ourselves. May we be safe. May we be happy and peaceful. May we be healthy and well. May we live with ease in this world. Just letting this friendly energy spread out and fill and touch all beings in this room. the beneficial energies of our practice be shared with all beings everywhere, in all realms, in all phases of life. May all beings be happy and peaceful. May all beings be freed from suffering and confusion. May our practice be a cause for the liberation of all beings. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.